0: Podcast PD is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network. The Education Podcast Network. Podcasts for educators. Podcasts by educators. For more, go to edupodcastnetwork.com. Hey, what's going on? This is Podcast PD, the podcast, your anytime, anywhere learning opportunity. This podcast is hosted by Stacy Lindis, AJ Bianco, and me, Chris Nessie. And in this podcast, you are going to get the professional development that you don't get in your faculty meeting. So sit back, relax, and learn and get ready for Podcast PD.
1: AJ, welcome to the first episode of Podcast PD.
2: This is awesome. This is a long time coming, so glad to be here tonight.
1: So we're your hosts. I'm Stacey Lindis. I am a teacher resource specialist for technology in West Windsor, Plainsboro, New Jersey. I am currently positioned um, in a middle school, which is a bit of a departure from my formal training, which was um, K-8, and I was basically a um, first and third grade teacher for most of my career in the classroom. Tell us about yourselves, gentlemen.
2: I'm AJ Bianco. I am a seventh and eighth grade social studies teacher a school, dash, a school district in Bergen County, New Jersey. I've been teaching now for 12 years, and about 10 of those years, 11 of those years, have been uh, in the middle school setting. And I'm
0: Chris Nessie. I am a high school teacher and wannabe tech coach, and I aspire to help people integrate and use technology. And I also host the House of EdTech podcast, which is a lot of fun.
1: You have a great podcast. And Chris, you are the inspiration for what used to be Podcast PD, the Twitter chat, becoming now Podcast PD, the podcast.
0: Because I'm a pusher.
1: You're a pusher. Hashtag pusher.
0: <laughs> Hashtag one word. I would just throw this out here right up front. I, I wouldn't want to do this podcast with any other two people besides the two of you. So I'm very happy that we are doing this and we're recording and somebody's listening to us.
1: Same here and right back at you.
0: All right. Now it's time to get dirty. Stacy, AJ and I, we're talking about what should we do here in the first episode to make it valuable for you? We're going to come at you with two things here in our first episode. First, we want to talk a little bit about what you can expect for the run of this podcast. And just keep in mind that it can change, but We're going to have an open relationship with you, and we'll let you know if we shift gears and what we're going to talk about. And then the second part of today's episode, we are going to actually bring you some value and talk a little bit about how each of us learns, which ties into our topic. But Stacey, why don't we talk about what this podcast is about, a little bit about where it came from, and what people can expect going forward.
1: So podcast PD started as an idea back in 2015. At the time I was consuming again at your um, invitation, a lot of podcasts about education. I thought that it's probably an untapped resource for arriving at professional development. And it was just something that I wanted to share with the teachers who I hoped were reading my blog um, or the district's blog. And I posted it just kind of saying, Hey, this is another resource for you. I also tweeted about the blog post and from that blog post, which was posted on a Friday, there was a lot of attention. It kept me up that night. I remember I had a race the next day and I kept saying, okay guys, we'll talk about this another time. And then my phone kept pinging. So I, w- I did not sleep well before that race, but I ran a good race. I'm sure it kind of went weekly for a while and then every now and again, we would actually release a short recorded podcast, if you will. And I use air quotes around that because this is our real podcast. And that that was really the inception of Podcast PD back in 2015.
0: And we talked. We, we had a lot of great conversations. We had a lot of great guest moderators and some other podcasters and super podcast listeners like Jennifer Gonzalez and uh, super podcast listener fan guy Derek Larson. Uh, Brent Warner, uh, a fellow, you know, podcast creator. And I I just have to say that my favorite part about that was getting to talk with you guys on the Sunday nights, you know, doing a Google Hangout and moderating the Twitter chat. Uh, And it was really those conversations for me that helped me want to say, you know, we could just talk like this and put it out and have those same conversations. We'll, We'll come to see how I feel about Twitter chats over over time.
1: That's definitely a topic we can discover as far as professional development goes.
0: AJ, are you awake over there? I'm here. I'm, I'm listening to you guys. So what are some of your love fest memories from the original podcast PD? The bloopers.
2: I think one day we're just going to release a whole episode full of bloopers from podcast PD. <laughs> the behind the scenes during the Twitter chat was always the best part. That, that was good.
0: And and actually, because I still have those air quote episodes that Stacy mentioned a, a few minutes ago, there may be a time where we can re-release some of that content, if it's relevant or we can just kind of splice in a clip because, you know, it's part of our history here at Podcast PD.
1: Sounds like a plan.
0: And then really the shift is for, for this show, whereas the chat was all about how to maybe create podcasts or use podcasts in your instruction or just as a teacher, how you can learn from podcasts or teach your kids how they can learn from consuming podcast content. This show, the primary focus is to take the name Podcast PD and make each episode PD itself, where we're going to cover, you know, a number of different topics. And we've got a long list here that, that Stacy has initially put together.
1: Yeah, call it a springboard. A starting place.
0: Springboard. This is the high dive, what you put together here.
2: <laughs> AJ, have you seen this list? Take a look at some of these topics. Oh, I, I got the topics. My, I, have, I have my favorite that I really can't wait to talk about. What would that be? Oh, we're going old school. We're going with don't. Don't. Do I have it. to say it. Come on, <laughs> I have to say it. It's mindfulness, of course. It's the biggest one on there. That's what we need. Mindfulness.
1: I like mindfulness.
2: Yeah, mindfulness and balance. Yeah, there's some. There That's are some, my word. That is your word.
1: That's my one word for the year. Balance. You, do know, you have a word, AJ.
2: I do have a word. My word is driven. That's right. My word is driven.
1: And then Chris, is yours actually pusher or push? Pusher. Okay. As in I'm a pusher
0: pusher. <laughs> now, since this is a podcast and we need to kind of set up the ground rules for, for you who is listening, some important information, and, and this is going to come up every episode, but just to put it out in front of you for the first time, this is a podcast. We, we have a an official home on the Internet, and our official website is podcastpd.com. You can subscribe to this podcast by going to podcastpd.com slash subscribe. Stacy, we have an awesome Twitter account that you set up. Where can people connect with us on Twitter for the show?
1: We are at podcastpd.
2: Don't forget the Instagram, at podcastpd as well.
0: That's right. AJ is, uh, he's manning the gram, as the, the cool kids say in middle school.
2: We, we don't need a Snapchat though, right? Nobody
0: wants that. No. I firmly believe, yeah, have your different social media platforms, but we don't need to be everywhere, but where we are, let's do it. Let's be there well, and let's be present on those platforms.
1: Absolutely.
0: You, you can always email us, and our email is feedback at podcastpd.com. You'll actually get a response from either Stacey, AJ, or myself because we're on top of that. So we, we implore you to connect with the show, submit feedback, ask questions, react to the things that we talk about and be a part of this podcast PD family, this podcast PD community.
1: So Chris, did you say the first thing we we're going to talk about is how we like to learn, or are we going to talk about some of the ideas we have going forward?
0: I, I say we could share a couple of ideas off this list that could make up some of the upcoming episodes.
1: Well, we already talked about Twitter. So that was one of the additions I put on as as we were brainstorming. Um, so a couple of others are just the types of things that as Chris said in the intro, the types of things that we see at our faculty meetings and the type of things that, you know, we, we might get on a professional development day, either in our district or at a professional conference that we attend outside of the district. Some of the things will be um, based on, you know, timeframes within the year, like March Madness book groups. Um, some of it might be a theme that you could run with for the entire year, like, AJ said, such as mindfulness or building your PLN.
0: One on here that that I particularly like is the, the digital portfolios. So a future episode where we talk about what that is, how to implement it, and how to provide value to your instruction and also for the students. Because I think that's our ultimate goal with every topic we talk about is what can we learn and what's going to make it better for our students as they go through our classes and 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 all of your classes listening.
1: Right. And so while the three of us focus really heavy on technology, um, that will not necessarily be the sole focus of this particular podcast. We really do want to reach all teachers and speak to all teachers in some way, shape, or form, whether it's from breakout EDU or how to provide student choice, um, the four C's, all of those things are topics that we hope to explore with you and for you.
0: Yeah, and I, I think that's, that, that's a fun piece of it is that, you know, if, if you want all tech all the time, come on over to the House of Ed Tech at chrisnessy.com. That, that's what that podcast is about. But here's an opportunity for us to talk about those other topics that make us well-rounded educators and the conversations and research that we do to present information. We will also be learning right along with you through the process because we're not experts in everything. I don't think we're experts in anything, but we're willing to learn and share.
1: And hopefully the things that we're not experts on, we can have some really awesome guests, but that's further down the line. AJ, are there any topics that you're specifically interested in?
2: Oh yeah. Looking at, looking at the list. I, I mean, uh,
1: besides mindfulness and besides
2: smart, mind, mindfulness, of course, the flip classroom is one of my all time favorites. Uh, blended learning is another one that I absolutely love. I love talking about, uh, ed camps because I'm a big fan of the ed camp. um, Anything social studies related, I think is, is on top of my list using DBQs, analyzing primary sources, you know, all that nerdy stuff that socialized teachers love to do.
1: So, um, I know one of the things we wanted to talk about, the, um, today was how we like to learn. And actually the reason I even brought it up is <laughs> this is going to sound really silly, but I, um, I went to go get my hair done a couple of weeks ago, you know, I had a few curls cut off and, um, I was talking to the woman about courses that she was creating for her salon because she was try- there there's this thing called board certification for hair coloring and salon certification. I had no idea that existed. But she's responsible for that curriculum. So as we're sitting there getting I know, right? You're making a face at me. So as we're sitting there I'm, as I'm intrigued. sitting there I'm
0: I'm going to stop you. I'm intrigued. This is this is this is really cool.
1: Right? And so we talked about this Back in September when I got my last haircut, um, and so I followed up and I said, "Oh, how are you, how's your coursework going? You know, how do you like creating content and stuff?" And she said, "It's it's been really great, but I have such diverse learners, and I think that honestly, you know, we experience that as teachers, we experience that with our students, and we experience that with our colleagues, and we also experience that with our administrators." And one of the things she said was, "You know, I I started out." by asking them, how do you like to learn? And so that's where this next question really came from, because I think it's a question that gets overlooked in a lot of professional development. It was a great haircut, but it also caused me to pause and think like, how do I bring this back to my class? How do I bring this back to my school? Because I'm not in the classroom anymore, but how do I bring this back to my school for my teachers? And that's really what the focus of this podcast is about. You know, how do we deliver PD in the most meaningful way?
0: The fact that it doesn't get asked a lot, and really when I say it doesn't get asked, I don't think we're asking our kids. I can't really recall ever being asked about it from administrators about how or what I want to learn. I mean, but that's kind of all changing and shifting now with things like EdCamp and the different unconferences that exist, and there's opportunities, but that's only for the teachers and the educators who have that get up and go and are seeking professional growth. And I think not asking that question of anybody is the same as going to a restaurant, ordering a steak, but they don't ask you how you want it cooked.
1: Agreed. Medium rare, by the way.
0: Medium. That's just my preference.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I think. Well, hold on. Um, don't get me hungry. I, I I think I'm spoiled by PD now. You know, I think when I think of PD, I'm sitting there saying to myself, I. Don't want to learn this way. The sit and get no longer is a, a favorite of mine. You know that now that we've been all over the place and doing different ed camps and different amazing conferences, you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of greedy. So I think for me, I like to present. I think that's the best way that I'm learning is presenting new things and working with people in those sessions that they have ideas and I have ideas, and that's the way I'm learning lately. You know, we just the other day we had a wonderful PD day on Martin Luther King Day. And it was an entire district, seven schools in our district, came together and did PD for a full day. And I decided I don't want to sit and get. So I did two sessions on different topics that I'm passionate about that I use in my classroom. And I had a better time than a lot of people who just sat around and just listened to things they really weren't interested in but had to sign up for because they had to do something that day.
1: Yeah. And, you know, it's funny. You bring up Ed Camp And, you know, I'm also really spoiled in that I do work in a district that makes Professional development, one of those things that is valuable. You know, we are preparing for, I think, either our third or our fourth unconference in our district. And that's a model that we've really been working towards. Um, oh, so for EdCamp, one of the things that I like about EdCamp is that, yes, you can self select, you can, you know, visit lots of different topics and um, facilitated discussions. But then you can also just stop and have that one-on-one conversation. And for me, that's where I'm doing a lot of my learning, talking to people about their process, talking about what motivates them, depending on what their role is. I mean, the last ed camp I went to, I sat down with a building principal who used to be responsible for professional development, and I picked his brain for the last 40 minutes of ed camp. And for me, that was the most valuable professional learning that I took part in for that entire day. You know, it's funny. He writes a blog. So we just talked about like what pulls people into professional development, you know, how we do need to offer choice. I took notes. I'd have to go back and look at them. I, everything he writes in his blog, I really find valuable as well.
2: I think I know who you're talking about and I completely agree.
1: Rich Chiz and he is down in South Jersey. Um, and he, he just has a way of going about professional development that, offers teachers choice, gives teachers voice in what they want to learn as well, because I think that is also really valuable. You know, he goes about it in a way that makes it meaningful, whether it be, you know, I've offered food and, you know, and I'm enticing you in with that. And then while you're chewing, you're also chatting and hopefully not spitting food out at the same time. And, but you're also getting something valuable from the conversations that are taking place around you.
0: And I actually find, too, that in addition to maybe getting those one-on-one opportunities, at least for me, and, I mean, you guys both know, I'll talk to anybody, but I also at times like to just be alone with my thoughts after attending a session or, you know, just maybe a minute or two minutes to just, you know, take a breath, kind of reflect a little bit about what did I just sit in on or and, – and I'm with AJ. I, I learn more now from presenting than – sitting in the back of the room. I find if I'm in the, if I'm in the room and I'm sitting and getting, I find myself getting frustrated because I want to be leading the conversation and facilitating the learning. And I think that's, that's one of my strengths. And I think it's strengths for both of you as well.
2: I'm not even saying like I have to be in front of the room, you know, as much as I love teaching it, sometimes it's good to, to be in a place where I can just kind of sit and take notes and just go crazy with my thoughts. But you know, I have to really find a session that is like geared to exactly where I want to be, uh, geared to something I'm teaching or something I'm trying to do in the classroom or just something I'm interested in. I just, I don't want to sound like I'm the expert in everything that I present. There's some things I just present. I just call it a round table because I have questions. You know, I try to take that Ed Camp style and bring it to a actual conference. I'm like, okay, so I don't know much about this. I don't say that, of course, but I'll kind of gear questions about like, so how do you do it in your classroom? How can we do it better? Yeah, but and that I, doesn't happen it's enough. It's for me.
0: Exactly. But, but there's, there, there's not a lot of people. We're in the minority. The majority of teachers are, A, disinterested in professional development because it's presented and forced upon them. Correct me if I'm wrong. And, and B, they just don't have that get up and go to want to put themselves out there a, a, in the way that you're talking about, AJ. Did, Teachers
2: don't want to do that. Right. A a lot of teachers are kind of just, they're reserved to themselves and, and they still have the mentality of this works for me. I don't need much else.
0: Or I'm not willing to try something new or else I've been doing it this way for X years and, you know.
2: See, I I think that's kind of going out the window a little bit though. I, I kind of feel like a lot of teachers are, are stopping with, I don't want to try anything new because they have to. And I think they're starting to see that they have to try new things because so many things around them are changing and evolving. And a lot of people are jumping in and they feel like they have to do the exact same thing. So I don't think they're, I I think that that idea of, eh, I'm good is starting to change a little bit.
1: I agree. I think that that's um, one of those really good examples of positive peer pressure. Hmm. Um, You know, everyone's kind of jumping on that bandwagon. And I think, to your point, AJ, a lot of those naysayers are just exiting the profession, either through retirement or just finding a different career path that um, will suit them better. You know, no judgment there. It's just, it's, you know, education might not be for them. And, and all that education is bringing with it these days, you know, if, depending on how many years you've been in, it looks really different from when I started 15 years ago.
2: Which is good. Which,
1: I agree it, with you, but if you're not prepared to make that change, even after 15 years, I know a lot of people who have recently just left the profession altogether and have ventured out into different different areas and different careers.
0: Stacy, your original question was, and I think AJ and I knocked it off course, was how do we learn? So I, I, I will step up to the plate, and I believe that I learn best by – I learn by doing, I would say that I am more of a visual learner and an auditory learner where I can listen to something and understand it. When I want to learn how to do something, my go-to resource is to watch a YouTube video or go and listen to some some content about you know, baking, cooking, plumbing, electrical. I, I, I want to watch something, see it demonstrated. I will watch the video a couple of times. That's how I will understand it. So I would say technically, yes, I'm an auditory visual and then the other piece is I also learn by helping others learn what I know or have just learned and, and want to share. So for example, the things I do to help people with podcasts and you know website design and graphic design and things like that, helping other people that helps me refine my skill and keeps my, my blade sharp. And so that's me.
1: What about you, AJ?
2: I like to be involved. So while I, I mean, we are the generation of YouTube and watching and, and I do like to watch and I learn that way, but I like to be involved. I like to be a little more hands-on. Um, I like to learn when people ask questions. I like to have discussion. Um, sitting and getting and having people talk to me and talk uh, you know about something and here, try this out, use this. That doesn't really work well for me. I really just need to be involved in every aspect of it.
0: How did you come to... Figure that out for yourself.
2: Uh, probably. <laughs> probably the fact that I can't sit still kind of gave it away. But, uh, you know, when I when I when I am able to have a discussion or am able to do something a little more hands on, you know, I, I feel more engaged. So I'm like an eighth grader at heart. I just I need to bounce around. I need to move any one of those little fidget pens or whatever they are. Then they Fidget cubes. That. Those fidget things cubes. Cool. That's right. The fidget cube. Any one of those guys.
1: That looks really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, it kind of goes back to, um, my one word, like it's, it's, it's about balance. Like I get, I get my PD from anywhere. I'm just, I like to soak everything in. So I could read a book and learn a lot from that and highlight what I find relevant and sketch note things in the margin. Um, I'll listen to podcasts until I go deaf because I just think that they're brilliant. And, um, you know, every now and again, sometimes I'm just in the mood for sit and get. And I think part of it is because a big part of my job is to present so much or to work one-on-one or in small groups with teachers. So sometimes for me, it's just nice to take a break. Um, but I'm with you, AJ, like there are times when I am, you know, I'll sit in PD and I feel like I over-participate and it's like you're saying chris you know you're in the back of the room and you're like well i want to be presenting this and um that's when i take pause and i feel i have to like either think like what is my agenda there is it for me to learn and and i i learn a lot by talking through a process i that i i do um that i know you know so when i'm teaching myself something i need to talk to someone about the process and you guys have participated in some of those conversations with me um,
0: we're doing it right and, now.
1: <laughs> right. And, and some of my coworkers have, have also done that. And I'll just say, so what, so what I'm planning to do is, um, so there's no one way for me, I guess is really the answer. Sometimes. And when I was in college, I used to think that I could learn in my sleep, but that didn't work well.
2: See, when I was in college, I didn't like to learn at all. So there's a total shift for me. <laughs> no jokes. No jokes. I would be the guy that would walk into a classroom, find the furthest seat in the back, sit there, Take the notes I needed to take. Never raise my hand unless I really had to. Do what I had to do. Get out of there and move on. You know, as I started teaching, I started realizing, wait a minute. I can't be that person anymore.
1: No, especially in the ever-evolving world of education. So, gentlemen, I think we have pretty much covered all of our topics for our first episode.
2: I would just like to share my excitement for this podcast, and uh, hopefully, our listeners are, are are getting the vibe that you know we are three people who enjoy talking to each other and are going to enjoy listener feedback and working with people who are passionate about learning new things. So, hopefully, you guys get that vibe. This is a enjoyable experience for all of us.
1: And really, we want to know, how do you like to learn? You know, as you're sitting here listening to this podcast, I assume that like Chris and AJ and I, you are a bit auditory and you get your podcast or your professional development needs um, provided to you via podcast. But maybe there's something else. Maybe you're a little bit more of a hybrid like I am or um, you like to watch things like Chris and AJ. So let us know. You can... Either let us know via Twitter. We're at podcastpd there. Or on the Instagram. You can take a picture of yourself with your favorite professional learning method. And AJ, where are we there?
2: We are at podcast PD. We'd love to see you go live. Share your thoughts. Share your experiences. Share a PD that you deliver.
1: And Chris, where else can they find us and share how they like to learn?
0: They can go to our website, which is podcastpd.com. You can email us, feedback, at podcastpd.com. And if you're not subscribed to the podcast, go over to podcastpd.com slash subscribe, and you can add us to your favorite podcatcher. Uh, you can go to iTunes. You can add us on Android. Over time, we will also appear in other places where you find great podcasts.
1: And so I think that's going to do it for us tonight or today or in this morning. But whenever you're, whenever listening. you're listening
0: to us. We call Don't that – the generic time of the day. All right, so thank you for listening and checking out our first episode. Our plan is to release new content every two weeks. And again, you can get that content over on podcastpd.com. Again, my name is Chris Nessie, and you can connect with me on Twitter. I am at Mr. Nessie. And I'd also love it if you checked out my podcast, The House of Ed Tech, and you can find that on my website, chrisnessy.com
2: And I'm AJ Bianco. You can find me on Twitter at AJ Bianco. On Instagram at AJ Bianco. Uh, you can follow my blog if you are so inclined at ajbianco.me and you can catch our other podcast which is the Shift Bed Podcast.
1: And I am Stacy Lindis. I am on Twitter and Instagram at Iron Tech and my blog where you can find the initial blog post that started it all um, that blog is irontech.me
0: we could celebrate that the first show is coming to an end so everybody could hear it so woohoo we did it, we did it.
2: woohoo we're back now
0: alrighty podcast PD wave goodbye everybody
2: bye, bye everybody. everyone
1: who are you pointing at?
0: The leader of the pack.
1: Oh. Hey guys, how are you?
0: Doing good,
2: Stacy.
1: Fantastic. AJ?
2: Doing great, Stacy. I'm glad uh, yeah. I'm glad we're recording this.
0: I'm glad we're recording too because this is uh episode number
2: one. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were pointing at anybody because I'm looking at the show notes.
1: I'm crying right now.
0: <laughs> Nothing like getting the first episode's outtakes in episode, the first minute.
2: Episode one blooper reel within the first three seconds of the <laughs> of the episode. Beautiful.
1: Uh, I just wish there was a video to accompany this. AJ just went missing. <laughs>